everyone, and welcome to another episode of More Content Talk. That's the only show that cuts through the glam, the glitz, and all the bullshit to bring you the truthiest news that we can find. And uh, this is uh, Christopher Carter doing another solo Melissa Has the Night Off, because, you know, um, I understand that it's difficult to take care of children. We have a child. Melissa and I, you know, we share responsibility around here. We don't believe in... um, you know, one person has the job and they're the one who does the job. Um, there have been times where Melissa has worked and supported me, and there have been times where I've worked and supported her. Um, so, you know, we just we just don't we don't look at it as rigidly as all that. And I understand that, you know, caring for children can be tiring. And so, when she wants to sleep, I let her sleep. It's that simple. Uh, you know, I have to film late at night because I have to wait, uh, for Killian, uh, my son, uh, to go to sleep. Um, so, you know, um, if it's late and, uh, person says to me, I, I can't do it, you know, and I'm taking care of the kid all day, especially, you know, if that person is, uh, my lover, you know, obviously the answer should be okay. Obviously that's what it should be, but I have to describe that because, you know, we live in a country that doesn't really understand that. That doesn't understand that you need to give people a rest. You need to give people a break. And if you don't, uh, there will be huge consequences for whatever relationship you have. And the same thing, of course, works with the employee-employer relationship. You can do whatever you want to do. You can sit up there in your little palace and your gold toilet seat with your, um, you know, shoes made of money, and you can sit there and act like you have it all figured out until people get upset. And once people get upset, you got a real crisis on your hands because you don't even know if you're going to be able to keep your establishment open anymore, and it's all your fault. You people who own the businesses, it's your fault it's your fault that healthcare workers are being attacked. That's right, viciously attacked. They are underreporting this in the mainstream uh, news, what people refer to as the mainstream news. I just call it the alphabet soup news. Just, you know, change the channel and there's some other person, talking head, speaking, reading a script, very obviously reading a script, by the way, a uh, teleprompter, but, um, and not well most of the time. You can see Tucker Carlson, like, he's the worst at it because he's always squinting, if you notice. He, like, squints so he can see the teleprompter. So, like, there are a lot of times where, like, he probably, like, isn't intending to be irritated, but then, like, he re- he's realizing he's squinting too much, and then he's like, well, I better, better pretend to be angry here. Tucker Carlson has admitted to lying so often now that it should be common knowledge, but of course it's not. And I'll tell you why that, it, that it's not common knowledge, because on the right... They're ruthless, and they feel that there's such a thing as uh, what they call useful idiots. And that means you, by the way, anyone who disagrees with Donald Trump. That's what that means. You're a useful idiot. And what they can do is sing you a little kumbaya song, you know, go and stand next to black people and say, we're going to help the black people. And then uh, go and stand next to gay people and say, we're going to help the gay people. And then go and stand next to Mexicans and say, we're going to help the Mexicans. And they just keep doing it with women, all of them. And then everyone says, oh, isn't that nice? Isn't that sweet? Well, you know, maybe he's really not that bad a guy. And then they'll kill you. 
because you're a useful idiot and the, they just step in on top of you to get elected to get to the White House. You're a stepping stone to the White House to them, nothing more. Beneath them, beneath their shoes. They use these terms when you're not around. I know, I used to be a member. You Every time that someone says to me, well, Christopher, aren't you going a little too far? Fuck no, I'm not going too far. This is how it's done on the right. It's Machiavellian politics. It's very simple. And their Machiavellian politics have led, and by the way, the Machiavellian politics of people who own businesses. You know, whether it's people like the My Pillow guy or the asshole down in New York uh, who decided, you know, we're not going to serve, you know, vaccinated people or we're, we're going to support Trump. We're going to cause all kind of chaos. Yeah, well, now real people who serve real functions in society are being attacked. This episode's about doctors, but the, I could do a whole other episode on teachers. I could do a whole other episode on waiters. I can keep going every, to every industry. You know why? Because it's happening everywhere. Because this was the plan. This was the plan. Look back at my Twitter account. It's more underscore content PLS if, you, if you're not a member. Just look at it really quick. If you scroll down far enough, or I don't, I don't know if you can search it or something, uh, look up the hashtag Republican Purge. All right? The Republican Purge. And look at the tweets I sent out about it. I predicted all of this violence back in, um, I don't know, uh, June or something of last year. Long time ago. Okay? So what I'm telling you here is that this is the result when you want to come together with crazy people. All right. This is what happens. This is a report that was just released 18 hours ago. The day is October 11th, 2021. Um, this is a Kaiser Health news story. I, I know there's some idiots sitting at the, oh, well, that's the liberal media. Kaiser Health news is the liberal media. What the fuck does that even mean? What does it even mean? You don't know what it means. You're just saying it because you heard Donald Trump say it. You have no fucking idea what it means. Or some dumbass on uh, social media has got a bunch of followers. Oh, he's got a bunch of followers. He must be real smart. I had some asshole today tell me. <laughs> you can see it on my Instagram. He said, because I said, you know, we helped take down Alex Jones. And we did. We exposed the bastard left and right. Up and down, left and right. And this asshole has the audacity to say, oh, yeah, you only got 148 followers. I'm sure that really did the trick. Yeah, you know why? You know why it does? Because all you have to do in a democracy is be loud. If you're loud enough, if you're louder than everyone else, it makes shit happen. And no, I don't have to have a huge following. You can look that up yourself. Engagement is far more important than, than a following. My followers talk to me. They're interested in me. Your followers don't talk to you. They're not interested in you. Most of those are fucking sex bots that you bought on the computer. I'm not stupid like everyone else. Don't think that you can intimidate me with your fucking following. You fucking pricks. I'm smarter than you. Know that. Trust that. You think you you think that people listen to you because you bought followers? How stupid must you be? How incredibly stupid must you be to think such a thing?
when I see an account with a bunch of followers, I think, oh my God, stay away from that person. You know why? Because all they're going to fucking do all the fucking time is send out milk toast tweets that mean absolutely nothing or Instagram pictures that mean absolutely nothing saying things like love the skin you're in or mm, you know peace will make the world better you know stupid obvious statements that anyone can interpret their own meaning into that is what you have to do to get a large following you have to be an idiot to get a large following you think that those people are influencing people to do shit? Do you really think that Kim Kardashian is influencing people to do anything other than maybe buy, like, a bikini? Do you really think that people give a shit about that woman's politics? No, they don't. You become less important the more popular you get. Look, I'll give you a great example. Karl Marx. Re read the Communist Manifesto sometimes. Sit down and read it. Don't listen to what someone told you about it. Sit down and read it. You'll see it's nothing like any communism that has ever been implemented. No system, no socialism, nothing. Everyone, once something becomes popular, you know what they do? They take whatever you wrote, whatever you did, and they, and they interpret their own meaning into it. You know why? Because it's a great way to get people to go along with whatever, with whatever scam you just came up with. And I see through it. So no, I'm not impressed by your followers. I've performed for thousands of people. Thousands of people have come up to me, uh, you know, a bunch of people after shows, congratulating me, thanking me. It was so wonderful. It was so nice. I've heard it all before. I know what they have to say. I know what fans are like. They love everything. Everything, as long as it's impressive, as long as it's, you know, wow, that was different, or wow, that was impressive. As long as you impress, people are easy to impress. It's not impressive when you impress people. Don't you get it? Anyone can do it. All you have to do is suck up to them, right? So what the fuck do you think I'm gonna be impressed because of your followers? Get out of here. This is the report. Once hailed as heroes, healthcare workers now face a rash of violence. This is from the Kaiser Health News liberal media. Stupid. Dumbass motherfuckers. The San Leandro Hospital Emergency Department, where news, uh, where nurse Mawakta Kamara works, went into lockdown recently when a visitor agitated about being barred from seeing a patient due to COVID-19 restrictions threatened to bring a gun to the California facility. Wow, wow, wow. What a prince, you know? What a great person. It wasn't the first time the department faced a gun threat during the pandemic. Earlier in the year, a psychiatric patient well-known at the department became increasingly violent, spewing racial slurs, spitting towards staffers, and lobbing, and, and lobbing punches before eventually threatening to shoot Kamara in the face. How come Dave Chappelle isn't telling any jokes about th this? This is a black woman here who just got threatened to be killed. Where's Dave Chappelle? Where's all the black celebrities? Where the fuck are they? You see why I don't care about those motherfuckers? They're nowhere to be found when normal people need help. Nowhere. You remember that.
if you're a normal person and you need help, if you don't make more than $100,000 a year, celebrities forget all about you. You're nothing to them. Trust and believe that. I've worked with the motherfuckers before. They treat, they treat people so bad. You don't even know that half of it. I'm not even going to get into it. It's not worth it. No one's going to believe it anyway, so what's the fucking point? Violence has always been a problem, Kamara said. This pandemic really just added a magnifying glass. In the earliest days of the pandemic, nightly celebrations lauded the bravery of frontline healthcare workers. <laughs> All a show. All a show. Do you remember uh, when I did my older episodes and I told you? <laughs> I said, this whole hero thing. In a prior episode, I said it on the air. I said it on YouTube. People agree. Many, many people like this comment. It was. It's one of my most liked comments ever. Hundreds of people liked it. You know what they said? You know what I said? I said, whenever someone says you're a hero in America, that's when you know you're screwed. That's when you know. They're coming. That something bad's gonna happen to you. That's what it means. I don't know why it's like that, but look at the history books. Look at recent history, especially. You know, maybe there was a time in American history where heroes were revered and, you know, um, um, loved. But I have never witnessed that time. Every time I have seen the media specifically, and then because the media, most people use that term for a profession, that profession gets attacked and attacked hard. They used it for teachers. They used it for cops. They used it for firefighters. They used it for um, healthcare workers. All of those grocery store workers. They, they used it for them too. All of those people have experienced such hardship now because of that. Because I don't know. It's a double-mindedness. People turn on heroes in America quite often. 18 months later, those same workers say they are experiencing an alarming rise in violence in their workplaces. A nurse testified before a Georgia State uh, Study Committee in September that she was attacked by a patient so severely last spring she landed in the ER of her own hospital. At Research Medical Center in Kansas City, Missouri, security was called to the COVID unit, said Nurse Jen Caldwell. When a visitor aggressively yelled at the nursing staff about the condition of his wife, who was a patient in Missouri, a, a tripling of physical assaults against nurses prompted Cox Medical Center uh, Branson to issue panic buttons that can be one that can be worn on employees identification badges. So is it, you know, <laughs> do you have any idea how barbaric this is? I mean, I understand that's good that they feel safe now, but you're getting to a point where, like, healthcare workers have to expect to be attacked? What's going on? Where is your excuse for this one? People who save your lives are being attacked, like, really seriously harmed, and no one's talking about it. It's not a big deal. Hey, what the fuck are you going to do, right? It's just going to going to work. No, dummy. Something that holds the fabric of society together. If the fucking healthcare workers are not happy, we are fucked. Don't you get it? That's the reason they're paid so well. God damn, it's like people don't even take a basic economics class. 
pisses me off. Hospital executives were already attuned to workplace violence before the pandemic struck, but stresses from COVID has, have exacerbated the problem, they say, prompting increased security, de-escalation training, and pleas for civility. And while many hospitals work to address the issue on their own, nurses and other workers are pushing federal legislation to create enforceable standards nationwide. Paul Sarnas, Paul Sarnes, an executive at Virtua Health in New Jersey and president of the International Association for Healthcare Security and Safety, said many studies show healthcare workers are much more likely to be victims of ag aggravated assault than workers in any other industry. Federal data shows healthcare workers faced 73% of all non-fatal injuries from workplace violence in the U.S. in 2018. It's too early to have comprehensive stats from the pandemic, but I, I guarantee you they will be much higher. Even so, Michelle Wallace, chief nursing officer of Grady Health System in Georgia, said the violence is likely even higher because many victims of patient assaults don't report them. We say this is a part of our job, said Wallace, who advocates for more reporting. Caldwell said she had been a nurse for less than three months. The first time she was assaulted at work, a patient spit at her. In the four years since, she estimated she hasn't gone more than three months without being verbally or physically assaulted. And you see, that's that, um, it's that attitude that is, you know, we're, we, we hate Big Pharma. Everyone hates Big Pharma in America, right? We hate them, and we're going to roar at them. And, like, that's fine if you're jerking off on YouTube, but once you walk into a hospital, you got to show some respect, for fuck's sake. All right? This is getting, like, I really, that I'm really getting tired of uh, the hatred of health. And so they attack well-being and health because they hate health and they hate well-being. It's as simple as that. No one should have to say it's a part of our job <laughs> to be beaten, to be attacked, to be spat upon. You know goddamn well you would quit your job if you had to deal with that all the time. And guess what's going to happen? You know how frequently I've been right. If you allow these people to continue to act this way without some kind of legislation, something, vaccine mandate, something to get them the fuck out of the hospital... You're fucked. You. I'm talking to you. Living in America, anyway. You're fucked if you don't get these people, these assholes, under control. It's just going to keep getting worse. Got to keep it real. All right, everyone. You can always uh, share the show around to your friends, enemies, and frenemies. Send them to some anti-vaxxers to piss them off. That'll make you laugh. And um, you can always support us on Anchor if you so choose. <laughs> Happy one-year anniversary, Christopher. It's coming up on um, October 31st. Um, that will be our one-year anniversary. So please uh, do be sure to tune in. It will be a fun time. All right, everyone. Um, you can always follow us on Twitter at more underscore content PLS. You can also follow us on Instagram, um, YouTube, and TikTok at all lowercase letters, one word, more content talk. All right, I hope you have a phenomenal day, evening, afternoon, fiesta, siesta, downtime, chill time, lunchtime, party time, whatever it may be. And remember, when life gets you down, you can always laugh at something else. Farewell, folks.